what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. You will not find what you're looking for, mister, in the bottom of a whiskey bottle. You will not find it in a needle stuck in your veins, but you will only find it in this Bible that I hold in my hands and the Lord Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did for you at Calvary. neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Freewill Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. We're going to be coming to you from one of our drive-in church services that we're now having here at the church because of the coronavirus situation. The Spirit of God is moving in these services People are being blessed, and we hope that you'll stay right there with us for the next 30 minutes and be blessed as well. Well, we're going to go on into this song now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. enjoyed the music and singing that we've had here on the program for the past few weeks. I know a lot of you are stuck at home away from church right now because of the coronavirus, and it's just our way of bringing church to you for the few minutes that we have each week here on the program. And if your church is not having services right now, let me invite you to 
come on out to Friendship. We're having drive-in services every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock here in the parking lot of the church. You don't have to get out of the car. You just tune your radio to the channel that we're broadcasting on, and you can hear us right over the radio inside the comfort of your own vehicle. We're located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. Also, our Wednesday night Bible study and prayer meeting is is also drive-in style. We're now studying the book of Revelation and answering any questions that you may have about the book. So come on out and bring your questions and join us Wednesday night if you can. Those services start at 7 o'clock each Wednesday night here at Friendship Church, weather permitting. Again, we're located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. If you have any questions about our drive-in services, please feel free to give us a call at 252-299-4234. Well, we're going to go on into one of our drive-in messages now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the Gospel according to St. Luke. The Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, beginning with the first word of the first verse. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, They came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words, and returned from the sepulcher, and told all these things to the eleven, and to all the rest. And I want to stop right there and use for a subject, preaching a few minutes this morning. He is risen. Glory to God, he is risen. He's no longer in the grave. He is risen, ladies and gentlemen. And because he lives, praise God, you and I can live also. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before your throne of grace once again today. And Lord, as I stand before this parking lot full of people, Lord, I ask for the anointing of your Spirit to rest upon me. Lord, I ask for your Spirit to rest upon your people, both here in this parking lot, by radio, by the Internet, 
by CD or some other device, Lord, I'm asking today for your spirit to move through the speakers on that device. And Lord, touch the ears of your people that they may hear and receive of your word. Anoint us today, Lord, that we might be drawn a little bit closer to you. Is my prayer today in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. And Amen. The Bible tells us in the book of Genesis that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Bible tells us that God is the first cause of all things. Now, there are those in this country and all around the world who believe in evolution. They believed that sometime in the eons of the past that there was this big explosion and order came out of all of that chaos. I want you to think about just how stupid that sounds. That's like me taking a stick of dynamite and putting it in my car right here and setting it off. And then when I come back, I got a brand new pickup truck sitting there ready to go. But that's what they teach. And we got people all over this nation and around the world today that believe that this big explosion took place and a new order came out of chaos. This same group of people today, listen to me very carefully, are looking to bring about a new order out of the chaos that you and I are now living in today called the coronavirus I'm not saying that there ain't no disease out here and people are getting sick and people are dying because there is. But I am saying that there are those in this country who are taking advantage of a situation in the midst of all of this chaos and they want to bring about a new order. And God is allowing this to happen in our nation today because the stage is being set for the rise of the Antichrist. Hear me today, ladies and gentlemen. There is one coming in the not-too-distant future who is the Antichrist, and I believe he's already alive in the world today. But you and I will never meet that individual. We will never see that individual. We will never know who that individual is because the Bible says that the church is going to be raptured out before the Antichrist steps on the scene. Amen. Praise God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created this world in six days, this beautiful world. And when God created this world, he wanted someone to be in charge. He wanted someone intelligent. He wanted someone who could make decisions. That means that this someone would have to have a will. The Bible says that on the sixth day, God created man, created him out of the dust of the ground. Formed him in God's image and in God's likeness. And Adam stood there that day. He was just a statue, if you will. No movement. 
just a form, just a shape. Until God breathed into his nostrils and the Spirit of God entered into that hollow shell and the Bible says that man became a living soul. Hear me today. Every one of you here in this parking lot, every one of you listening to me by radio right now, you do not have a soul. You are a soul, and you have a physical body. Let me say that again. You are an eternal soul, and you have a physical body. One million years from right now, every single one of us will still be alive somewhere. Let me ask you a question this morning. Where will you spend great eternity? The Bible says that in this beautiful garden that God created, he put two trees in that garden. He created all the trees. But in that garden, there were two trees that God placed there. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Two trees. And God placed those trees there because man had to be tested. Man had to make a choice. And let me tell you something today. Life is full of choices. There are some of you sitting here today, you've got to make a choice as to what kind of career you're going to go into. And you've got to decide what kind of school you're going to go to and what kind of education is required in order for you to go into that particular line of work. That's a very important decision. Young man, young lady, you're looking for a husband or a wife. That's another very important decision. Others of you are looking to go on a car lot this week or next week, and you're going to be looking a car, and you're going to have to make a decision. Do I really need to buy this car? Others of you, maybe you're looking a house, and you've got to make a choice. And you're looking at a two-story house right now, and you don't know if I need to buy it. The problem with a two-story house is when you buy it, you hear one story, and after you buy it, then you get the other story. You messed around and bought you a money pit. Choices, choices. Life is full of, of choices. But let me tell you something today, ladies and gentlemen. The most important choice that you will ever make is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That choice has eternal consequences. Choices. And Adam had to make a choice. He could have chose the tree of life, but instead he chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God said, in the day that you partake of that tree, thou shalt surely die. We know the story. He partook of that tree. He ate something. He ate something that was absorbed into his bloodstream. It, it so altered his physical body. 
so weak in the physical body that every single human being that would ever be born would be born with this defect of the sin nature. Sin and death is flowing through your very bloodstream today. And some of you are sitting here today, and I know there's many of you listening by radio, you sit there and you watch that stupid box all day, and you're all worked up, and you're upset, and you don't know what you're going to do because of this coronavirus situation. There's something much more serious than the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen, and it is the sin virus that every single one of us have, and it has killed every single human being that has ever lived from time past right on up till today and on into the future until Jesus Christ comes back. And you better be concerned about that sin nature that's inside of you, that's killing you. That has eternal consequences. The Spirit of God left Adam when he partook of that tree. Adam, an eternal soul. A soul so big that only God can fill it. He's left empty. He's left void. And such is the case with many of you listening to me by that, by right now by radio. You're, you're, you're empty inside. You're void inside. And you're looking for something. You're searching, searching for something. And you can go among the tombs of this world. You can go into that nightclub. You can drink that beer. You can get in the bottom of that whiskey bottle. You can put that needle in your veins. And you can go from one relationship to another. But you will not find what you're looking for, mister, in the bottom of a whiskey bottle. You will not find it in a needle stuck in your veins. But you will only find it in this Bible that I hold in my hands. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did for you at Calvary. That's the only thing that will fill up that void, that emptiness that's in the heart of man. Adam, searching, seeking, trying to fill that void. The disciples found it. They found it. John chapter 1 verse 4. John said, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. They found the Messiah. They heard him preach. They saw the miracles. For three and a half years, they had the time of their lives because they were with the author of life. But all of that would soon change. Their faith, their hopes, their dreams, it was all shattered when they saw Jesus nailed to a cross. They witnessed Jesus being scourged. 
they saw him tied to a post and the soldiers stood there with the cat of nine tails and they would bring that cat of nine tails across the backside of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that cat of nine tails had bits and pieces of wood and rock and metal and it would wrap around the body of our Lord and when they would pull it back it would literally pull the skin off of his body. Had you been there and had you seen it you would have seen his rib cage showing. And let me tell you something today, ladies and gentlemen. There are some of you in this parking lot today who are sick. And I know there's many of you listening by radio to me right now. You are sick. And the doctor has not given you much time. You've accepted Christ as your Savior. But let me ask you something today. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your healer? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He took those stripes upon His back for your physical healing as well as your spiritual healing. How is it that you can accept Christ to save you from a burning hell, but you can't believe God to heal that whatever it is that you have. Let me tell you something today, ladies and gentlemen. My God is more powerful than cancer. My God is more powerful than any coronavirus. My God is more powerful than anything hell has. And Jesus Christ took those stripes upon His back for our healing They saw him after he had been beaten up by a band of soldiers. He didn't even look like a human being. His head was swollen three times its normal size. They literally plucked the beard out of his face. Isaiah saw it in his day. Who hath believed our report? His visage was so marred. Like I said, he didn't even look like a human being. They put that crown of thorns upon his head. And they watched him carry that cross up Calvary's hill. They heard him cry out in agony as the nails were driven into his hands and into his feet. They stood there and they watched him die on a cross. He sat there for six hours, six is man's number created on the sixth day. Jesus hung on that cross for six hours. And then he died. And they watched a soldier as he plunged a spear into the side of our Savior. The disciples, they saw him placed in a tomb with a stone rolled in place. And they saw the soldiers seal it. What they thought they had found, ladies and gentlemen, was now dead and buried. And they forgot what Jesus had said concerning these things. And to them it was all over with. Let me just stop right here and ask a question.
Why the cross? Why did Jesus have to die on a cross? Why couldn't he have died some other way? Mankind broke God's law. And when you break God's law, that is called sin. And sin is what gives Satan a legal right to do all that he does. Man forfeited his dominion over to Satan when he sinned in that garden and partook of that fruit. Satan has a legal right today to do what he does and hold man in captivity to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And in order for this to be corrected, a man would have to come and keep God's law. And the problem is, man was so weakened because of the fall. No man has ever been able to keep God's law. 1,600 years of law. God's chosen people. The best that humanity could produce could not keep God's law, the Ten Commandments. And Paul summed it all up when he said, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No man was able to keep God's law. Oh, but there was one man. (laughs) Glory to God. I said there was one man. The seed of the woman who bruised the head of the serpent. Born of the Virgin Mary. Which means he did not have a sin nature. He was able to live a perfect life. He never sinned one time in word, thought, or deed. He kept the law of God perfectly. But wait a minute. Keeping God's law was just part of it. Mankind had broken God's law, and the penalty for breaking God's law is death. The wages of sin is death, the Bible says. And Jesus Christ, having lived a perfect life, made him fit to be a perfect sacrifice. And Jesus Christ went to an old rugged cross, and he died for the sins of all mankind. But why the cross? Under the Old Testament economy of God, Whenever such a one committed a heinous crime, they were to be stoned and hung upon a tree for the worst of crimes ever committed. Jesus Christ went to a cross and hung there for the worst of crimes ever committed. And I don't care who you are today. Sir, you may have blown it. You may have wrecked your life. You're sitting in prison right now. And you say, Brother James, I've ruined my life and I'm in prison now. Brother James, you just don't know what I've done. I don't know who you are and I don't care what you've done today. And I don't care what your color of skin is. If you will accept 
Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He will forgive you. He will wash you. He will cleanse you from all sin. And you can be saved today and have an eternal home in heaven. Jesus Christ paid for all of our sins if we'll just believe it. The Bible says in Luke 24, verse 1, that they came to the sepulcher. Now, who is they? Mary Magdalene was one. Mary Magdalene. Jesus cast out seven devils out of this woman. Let me just stop right there for a minute and say this. You and I today, as a child of God, we have the power and we have the ability to cast out devils. You say, Brother James, I don't believe that. Well, fine. You just go ahead and believe whatever you want to believe. But let me say this. We've got some devils in our government today. We got some devils in the government of the state of North Carolina. We've got some devils that are sitting up there in Washington, D.C. that are making decisions. And you and I as a child of God, we've got the power and we've got the ability to cast out devils. And I hope and pray to God when November comes around that you will cast your vote and cast these demons and devils out of our government in this nation that are taking advantage of a situation and trying to take away our freedoms. Jesus cast seven devils out of Mary Magdalene. She came very early in the morning Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome. They came to the tomb that morning. And let me say this, unbelief will cause you to go to the tombs. And you can go to the tombs of this world if you want to, but you will not find life there, ladies and gentlemen. There are many today who are celebrating Easter in the bottom of a whiskey bottle. You will not find what you're looking for, sir, in the bottom of that whiskey bottle. But you'll only find it in God's Word. The Bible says that they brought spices. Spices were not cheap. Depending on what kind of spice it was, some of those spices cost as much as a year's wages and I'm sure they brought the best that they had for the Lord Jesus Christ. He that has an ear, let him hear. Unbelief will cause you to spend more money than is really necessary. They bought and brought the spices Unbelief will cost you more than you're willing to pay. They brought the spices which they had prepared. Unbelief or a belief in the wrong thing will cause you to prepare for something that ain't even a problem.
Unbelief will cause you to go to the grocery store and buy up all the toilet paper there is. Unbelief will cause you to buy up all the hand sanitizer there is. Your faith is not in the right thing. The Bible says that there were certain others with them. Unbelief will drag others down. Unbelief will cause you to worry. Mark chapter 16 and verse 3. They said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? The stone was not even a problem. The stone had done been rolled away. How is it that we worry about so many things that ain't even a problem? They looked in, Luke 24, verse 3, they looked in and they found not the body of the Lord Jesus. You will not find what you're looking for in the tombs of this world. Sadly and regrettably, you will not find Jesus in a lot of churches today either. Oh, Brother James, what do you mean by that? The Bible says, to lay out a sea, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open the door and let me come in, I will come in. Jesus is pictured standing outside the church, knocking, trying to get in to his church. That's the church of the last days. That's the age that we're living in today. You will not find Jesus among the tombs of this world and you won't find him in that tombstone church that you're going to either because the preacher's not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And two angels asked the question, Luke 24, verse 5, Why do you seek the living among the dead? That's the question I want to ask you today. What are you looking for? As I said, you will not find it in the tombs of this world. You will only find it in this Bible right here. The Bible says, Luke 24, verse 6, Remember what he said. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. Like I said, Jesus Christ lived a perfect life and he was delivered up as a gift for all mankind to take away our sins. His perfect life was not enough because the Bible says, Luke 24, verse 7, that he was crucified. He was crucified as a sin offering for man because the wages of sin is death. It is a debt that had to be paid, and only Jesus Christ could pay it. And we're going to take up an offering here in a few minutes, and you can put $10,000 in this box right here that we're going to hold out. 
But that $10,000 or whatever size of the bill it is will not pay for your sin. There's only one thing that will pay for your sin, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ. And you apply it by faith to the doorpost of your heart. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will save you. Jesus paid the price. He died on Calvary. But that ain't the end of the story. Because the Bible says, on the third day, I will rise again. Glory to God. I will rise again, Jesus said. And because He lives, ladies and gentlemen, you and I can live also. Glory to God. I want you to look at verse 9. Luke 24, verse 9. They remembered what he said, and they told others. Listen to me very carefully today, ladies and gentlemen. The single most important thing that the church can do, and I'm not talking about this building I'm talking about you sitting there in your cars. Those of you listening by radio today, the single most important thing that you as a child of God can do is to open up your mouth and remember what Jesus Christ did for you at Calvary. Read and study His Word and go out and tell others about Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did for you at Calvary and what He's done for you. He can do it for others. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, we took the time to set up this platform to buy all of this equipment so that we can have church in this time that we're living in. Because what I'm telling you today is the single most important thing that we can do. That's why we are stretching every muscle that we have, flexing every muscle that we have to be on radio, to be on the internet putting CDs out in all the restaurants. We're trying our best to get the word out. And every single church, if every church, listen to me, if every church would get the passion that I'm talking about and would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and how to apply it to the sin in your life, this country would not be in the shape it's in today with homosexuality rampant. You can't even turn on anything television program today without it being crammed down your throat and that is an abomination in the sight of God it is a sin along with shacking up and drinking oh brother James you're hitting home now well just tell it like it is you ain't got no business with any alcohol in your refrigerator at home as a child of God. Ain't got no business being there. The Bible says, Be ye not drunk with wine, which in is excess, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. And if there was ever a time in our country today, if there was ever a time that the child of God needs to be full of the Holy Ghost, it is today. Get full of the Holy Ghost. 
and tell others about Jesus Christ. He's alive. He's alive. We're not serving some dead relic somewhere, but we're serving a risen Savior today, and it's time for God's people to start acting like it. Because what I'm telling you today is the single most important message that this world will ever hear. Glory to God. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (laughs) 